Well, hello and welcome to Bible Prophecy for today. This channel is where I discuss controversial topics and news headlines that you're not going to hear about in the mainstream media. And I do it all from a West Texans biblical point of view. Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather and boy, do we got some headlines to run through today. The old Biden administration and the USDA have partnered together to withhold food from children unless the school allows boys into girls' bathrooms. The Washington uh, Police Department does not have authority to stop people anymore. What? California prosecutor vows not to enforce abortion laws. And can you say lawlessness will abound? Yeah, buddy. So, so much is going on today. So, let's hop in and check out what we've got going on today. So, numero uno um, on the agenda today is Biden admin holding school lunch money hostage to force transgender policy activist parents say. So, as here is on Fox News. You can check it out. It's by Tenny Sahakian. Tenny Sahakian. Yes, folks. So, uh, the Biden administration is tying school nutrition to transgender policies is appalling. Buy for schools in prior says. So, the Biden administration is using lunch money to hold school districts hostage. The head of a conservative advocacy group said in response to the Department of Agriculture's announcement that it would require certain schools to allow trans students to use the bathroom of their preferred gender. Folks, we live in insane world. We live in insanity. Uh, schools awarded money from the Food and Nutrition Services, an agency within the USDA, must, spe must specify in their policies that discrimination based on gender identity and sexual orientation is prohibited. The department announced in May. It also said allegations of such discrimination must be investigated folks this is the world this is the fallen world that we live in uh what you're seeing here is really the Biden administration saying you're going to do what i want or i'm going to take your lunch money fought for schools executive director ian Pryor told fox news for the federal government to come in and really tie school nutrition and school lunch programs to this radical ideology is terrifying and it's appalling evidence administers several nutrition related programs including WIC and the supplemental nutrition assistance program otherwise known as SNAP. It also runs the National School Lunch Program which provides free and low-cost lunches for children and on average fed nearly 30 million kids per day prior to the COVID-19 pandemic. The announcement essentially announces to the Biden administration holding states and local school districts hostage with, so, with school lunch money that goes to underprivileged youth in order to pass transgender non-discrimination policies prior to Fox News. The USDA said its announcement is part of President Biden's executive order extending the Title IX to include discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity. Folks, to school-age children, this is what your tax money is paying for. This is what your tax dollars are going for. Children should be able to learn without worrying whether they will be denied access to the restroom, the locker room, or school sports, the order states. Prior told Fox News, I honestly have no idea how providing food to children in schools is somehow connected to transgender policies. What we see here is the Biden administration using children as pawns in the social justice gender ideology game that they are playing. Folks, check that article out at foxnews.com, foxnews.com.
time. So a Democratic prosecutor pledges not to enforce the GOP abortion restrictions. This is by Kaya Herbert. While GOP lawmakers have rushed to press new anti-abortion measures, some Democratic prosecutors at the state and local levels are pledging not to enforce the restrictive laws. So Republican-controlled legislatures have has moved with haste to pass a wave of controversial legislation uh, severely restricting access to abortion steam rolling ahead despite emotional pleas from Democrats and protesting constituents on the steps of state houses. But in a manner of weeks, as the Supreme Court appears poised to overturn Roe v. Wade, the focus will likely shift from those making the laws to those enforcing them or choosing not to. You can check more of that article out at usnews.com, usnews.com. One thing I did want to note here, the United States is one of, I think, 14 countries um, that allow abortions after 20 weeks, which is considered a late-term abortion. So I want you to think about that. Canada is another country that allows abortions after four, after 20 weeks. Uh, the Netherlands, I believe, is one other one and several other ones. I do believe the UK is not one. Um, I don't believe Australia is one. We go Great Britain is not one. Uh, Ireland is definitely not one. So think about the morality of these countries that are allowing things like this. And I pray that it is overturned. Now, will it, I mean, will is it going to make a big difference? Um, for some of these states, yes, Texas, absolutely. Oklahoma, absolutely. So uh, Mississippi, absolutely. You know, these um, country, these states within the United States that value life and value morality, uh, yes, thank God it will make a difference. But for the Democratic-run states, no, it's not. They'll find a way around it. and uh, Or they won't enforce it, just like this article says. Um, so these are the days that we live in. It's appalling. It's absolutely appalling. But what can we say? So the Washington police may regain authority. Listen to this. They may regain authority to use force to stop people fleeing crime scenes. This article was posted on the 27th of January, 2022 by Amy Rattle. Amy Rattle. And this is the KUOW.org. This is NPR. So this is actually on the NPR. So Lawmakers in Washington state are working on some changes to last year's sweeping police reform laws. There's broad support for bills to clarify the use of less lethal ammunition in the role of police in crisis calls. But some thornier issues remain. One is whether the state's new laws are allowing suspects to flee crime scenes and how police should be allowed to respond. So one of Washington state's new laws, the HB 1310, forbids police officers from using force to detain someone unless they have enough evidence to arrest them. So before last year's reforms, police could use force, including handcuffs, to detain someone briefly while they sought out more evidence. So law enforcement officials say this new standard is unique nationwide and prevents them from sorting out a crime scene before people scatter and so not only has this uh, proven into the to this part of uh, crime scenes it's also into traffic stops so people aren't stopping for the police department they're not stopping for the police they're not stopping for their state um, highway patrol they're just driving on because they know thanks to this law they can't stop them <laughs> there's nothing they can do outright lawlessness people outright lawlessness it is absolutely insane things are insane another thing i wanted to talk to you guys about was carbon footprint tracker 
yes guys it's coming uh to a country near you yes and it's, it's coming to an individual near you this is on the sociable uh it's all over the internet now but this is, uh, you can check it out at sociable.co individual carbon footprint tracker stay tuned alibaba president at the wf 2022 carbon footprint trackers are another tool in the unelected globalist social credit system kit this is a perspective this is tim hinchliff tim hinchliff i have uh quoted articles by him before um so anyway the wef in 2022 in davos the president of the alibaba group uh announces that the platform will roll out in on roll out an individual carbon footprint tracker along with the SAAS application for businesses to track their carbon footprints for the ESG purposes. You know, the social credit score. Speaking at the World Economic Forum annual meeting in Davos on Tuesday was the Alibaba Group President J. Michael Evans announced that the Chinese multinational e-commerce platform would soon be launching carbon footprint trackers in an attempt to change people's shopping and travel behaviors. Yes, we're going to change your behavior, people. Behavior modification. You know, like you do to three-year-olds and four-year-olds. Yes, folks, it's coming to us. So the carbon footprint tracker looks to operate similarly to the Chinese Communist Party's social credit system by rewarding people who do the right thing uh, while punishing those who do the wrong thing. Yes. So you can hear it straight from his mouth, and we're going to play him right now. And Andrew Lawton posted this on Twitter, so check it out, folks, in his own words an ability for consumers to measure their own carbon footprint. What does that mean? That's where are they traveling? How are they traveling? What are they eating? What are they consuming? And then you might ask yourself, who is they? Who, who are these they people uh, they're talking about? Well, that's us, folks. That's, that's you and me. Yeah. It's not them flying in on their luxury you know, multi-billion dollar aircraft sucking up all this fuel. I think there was like the last count, 28 of those jets that are private jets that they had to fly into Davos. Oh, heaven forbid they, they, they take, you know, just United Airlines or something. Oh, no, 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 no. But, you know, we all have to pay for that, right? Of course. So, yes. Um. So, there's this guy and that's what he's saying. So, it's you and I, you know, you and me, not them. So, anyway, at a billion, billion uh consumers were developing through technology and ability for consumers to measure their own carbon footprint evans told the unelected globalists at the davos during the strategic outlook responsible consumption session what does that mean he went on to say because that's where they're traveling how they're traveling what they're eating and uh what are they consuming on the platform so individual carbon footprint trackers stay tuned uh we don't have it operational yet but this is something we're working on Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's probably already operational. Uh, they're just waiting for the perfect time to roll it out. Okay, so what he's saying is an individual carbon footprint tracker doesn't have to be part of a social credit system. It can be used by shoppers and travelers, you know, simply as a way to know how much they're consuming, you know, uh, for their own purposes. But it's a slippery slope towards being a social crediting tool, folks. If you believe what they're telling you, I have some oceanfront property in Arizona, I can sell you. They already have it planned. Folks, it's already planned. It's not for your own good. Notice how they use a lot of their, their. It's not them. It's not us. No, it's you. 
it's all about you when it comes to this. Measuring individual carbon footprint is one thing. However, if governments mandate the tracker as a matter of policy for punishing or rewarding behavior, then it becomes yet another tool for enforcing a system of social credit. And so this uh, guy with uh, the president of uh, Alibaba uh, plans to introduce a green travel scheme that awards bonus points to those who comply. The Alibaba president admitted that the plan was to incentivize customers who to do the right thing, uh, which is the same method the CCP uses for its authoritarian social credit system. Welcome, folks. It's here. So, on the issue of green travel, Evans explains, what we're going to do is allow people to make listen to that what we're going to do we're not you and me folks them what they're going to do is allow us to first calculate the best route the most efficient route and also the most efficient form of transportation and then if they take that's us folks as you and me then if we of course take advantage of their recommendations they'll give us bonus points that we can redeem on their platform so basically they're incentivizing us to do the right thing it's like pavlov's dogs they're incentivizing us to do the right thing uh and uh, even if we had the opportunity to do the wrong thing so according to evans the right thing for travelers to do is to use the routes and forms of transportation that the alababa algorithm recommends the routes may not be you know the quickest and uh, the platform uh may recommend that you walk use a bicycle bus or carpool but hey you know if you don't go along with the recommendations and decide to drive yourself you may be doing the wrong thing doing the wrong thing means that you would have to pay extra or lose out on the bonus points that can only be spent on the Alibaba platform. We all know what this means, folks. You're going to be taxed more. Uh, you're going to lose um, privileges. You know, like what us Americans call our God-given rights. You know... Yeah, not anymore, folks. So the Alibaba president went on to say that China-based company was also creating a SAAS application for businesses to track their carbon footprints for ESG purposes. So we're gonna move on down here. This is I find this um, I find this quite um, um, I don't know interesting is one word I can say. I always like my brother. If he doesn't like something, he goes. He never says he doesn't like it. He always says interesting <laughs> so anyway uh this is not about making money the purpose of this is not to make money for alibaba it's the way that we can contribute to our esg commitments in taking 1.5 gigatons off the platform so yes yeah, so this is something that businesses would not normally develop themselves uh, because it's too expensive but at but at scale for 10 million small businesses and 250,000 brands we can do this and we can roll it out they're already planning it folks they've already got it planned uh you know build back better we got to tear everything down and then we're gonna build it back better and you're not gonna own anything but you'll be happy you know 
Anyway, the article continues, the idea to track individual corporate carbon footprints is all about manipulating human behavior. You get that, folks? Manipulating human behavior. During the same WEF session in Davos, L'Oreal CEO Nicholas Herionomus, however you say their last name, Hieronymus, <laughs> referred to this type of behavior manipulation as, quote, consumer empowerment unquote they always throw those words have you noticed that they always throw those words consumer empowerment equity collaborate community anytime you see those red flag words like what here we go he says uh you have to give consumers information that allows listen folks that allows them to make educated choices in terms of products he said and he also said and also you have to help them understand how to change their behavior because we can only be agents of change if consumers are also agents of change he added it's all about us folks you notice they're not doing any changing no 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 just us us peasants you know so it says, uh, what would be the purpose of setting up a system to track people's carbon footprints if it wouldn't be used to tax or otherwise punish those who do the wrong thing? Carbon footprint trackers are yet another tool in the social credit system kit. Under China's social credit system, citizens are given a credit score based on their online and offline behavior. It's a system that rewards good behavior like spending time with the elderly while punishing bad behavior like protesting the government or spending too much time playing video games. Uh, when trust is broken in one area, restrictions are placed everywhere, meaning citizens who commit even minor infractions can be blacklisted from traveling, going to restaurants, renting a home, or even having insurance. This has happened to over 30 million citizens, according to Chinese state-run media. We're going to move on down here and listen to what the Klaus Schwab has to say. So, when WEF founder Klaus Schwab declared, now is the time for a great reset in June 2020, he explained the world must act jointly and swiftly to revamp all aspects of our societies and economies, from education to social contracts and working conditions. We must build entirely new foundations of our economic and social systems. Carbon footprint trackers are just another tool in the unelected globalist Great Reset agenda to revamp all aspects of our societies and economies, and they can be a powerful tool for incentivizing, coercing, or otherwise manipulating human behavior when applied to systems of social credit. So, uh, the fourth industrial revolution of the Great Reset, programming people like CBDCs with digital ID. With this fusion of our physical, biological, and digital identities, the fourth industrial revolution under the Great Reset is poised to program people like central bank digital currencies. Both digital identity and CBDC are part of the World Economic Forum's overall Great Reset agenda to harness the power of the so-called fourth industrial revolution i may talk about that article in a later date but there's a taste of that so i may talk about that later i do want to do um another episode and this is going to be on the tribulation um and some things that are happening uh i want to uh, cite an article from dr damon duck um, which is a great article and i'll kind of give you the the little bit there it's called um delayed not canceled if you want to check it out you can go to raptureready.com and read all about that another article that's on there um is looks like www.rev as in revelation rev 310.net and that is um garcia 
check that article out. I'm going to be talking about that as well uh, on my upcoming uh, episode. And that's either going to be later on tonight or it'll be tomorrow. I'm still um, gathering, you know, um, information doing that. I do want to talk about the tribulation and I want to talk about it from the words of Jesus, what he said in Matthew uh, 24. So like, I want to talk about like the first part of it, the Matthew 24, like when you begin to see these things happening, like, and I want to break it down so that you guys can have a better idea of really what we're seeing in the world today and how that relates to Bible prophecy and how that relates to the rapture of the church and how that relates to you and me, if you're going to be left or if you're going to uh, not be left. So if you put your faith in Christ, then you will not be left behind. If you have not put your faith in Christ, then you will be left behind uh, to endure if you can the tribulation and the great tribulation. So I want to talk about that. Uh, it's heavy on my heart. Uh, I've been doing a lot of research on that, a lot of reading uh, the Greek Hebrew Bible I've got out. I've been using that. I got Chuck Swindoll's. Uh, I'm listening to, uh, or I'm reading um, out of the uh, uh, Dr. David Jeremiah study Bible, uh, Warren Wearsby. And so just, you know, I'm looking through a lot of them. I've also got the Tony Evans um, uh, commentary. So I'm looking through that. And uh, so, you know, I've got a couple books by uh, Dr. Ron Rhodes, of course, Tim LaHaye. So I'm just, you know, kind of gathering a lot of information to try to get it together to put into a presentation so I can do an episode on it, um, you know, to try to get it a little bit more concise because, you know, I am on a time limit. And so I'm trying to keep it. I'm not really on a time limit, but I'm trying, you know, to keep it, you know, at a decent uh, time limit. So anyway, with that, guys, I'm really going to get off of here now. And uh, so stay tuned for that next episode. It's going to be about the tribulation. Um, Dr. Damon Duck has got a fantastic article. Leo Homan's got some great stuff. Uh, go see Leo Homan, H-O-H-M-A-N-N.com. Go check him out. I'm going to try to get the video um, that I had on YouTube. I want to try to get it uploaded to Rumble because, of course, YouTube took it down not even two days after I put it up. And so, surprise, surprise. And the way they take that down, they took down two other videos. So, yeah. <laughs> put one up, they take three down. Eh, you know, that's why I don't use... Um, why I don't uh, uh, use YouTube. That's why I just don't waste the time because it, it took me two days to edit that and it still wasn't a very good editing job. It was more like a like a butcher job. But anyway, you know, I tried to get that uh, put up there and of course it took it right back down. So yeah, I mean, you see the time editing is just not really worth worth it for me. It's worth more for me just to, you know, come on here, run through headlines, give you guys an idea of what's going on like super fast and just, you know, give you some commentary on it. So anyway, with that guys, I am going to get over here in my prayer for you guys, as always, as you know, um, Heavenly Father, I would ask that you be blessed all of us, Lord, bless your followers, bless your, your children, Father, give us wisdom, give us understanding, Father God, give us boldness in these end times, Lord, to preach your word, to tell people about you, no matter what happens, Father, your, your word tells us that you have not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and of a sound mind, Father God, may we hold on to your promises, Lord God, we just thank you for everything that you've done for us, Lord, we thank you uh, for your provision, we thank you for your promises, we thank you for your peace, God, that surpasses all understanding, and guards our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, and Father God, I just thank you for everyone listening today, Lord, and I just pray God, that you would bless them and protect them and keep them safe and out of harm's way. And I ask you all these things, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys, with that, going to get out of here. Get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And as always, Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha.